This podcast is a production of the Three Ranger Bros Studios, in association with Zio to Hero, the podcast. Zero, the Gathering of Heroes. In the land without time and space, William Cranston stood there with his knight. Where are you going? Takeshi asked as he popped up behind them. I have a meeting with Brohan, William told him. But he cannot see your face, so how the hell do you expect to do that? Takashi asked. Easy, William grinned. William then tapped on Alpha Prime, and it shifted into his chestboard morpher, which was a four-arm length morpher in a rectangle shape resembling a chessboard. He then pulled out the king chess piece and slid the base across the chessboard, each square glowing as the piece slid across it. Then he threw the ke- king chess piece up into the air. Checkmate, William muttered. Then the chess piece started glowing, and it grew to human size. The chess piece landed over William, his body phasing through it. The chess piece then became a surge of energy, and in a flash of black light, the King Chess Ranger stood there before Takeshi. Isn't morphing dangerous for you right now? Takeshi asked. It is, but right now it's necessary, the King Chess Ranger replied. Then he turned to the knight. The Sylving Morphing Master is needed now, he told his knight. The knight nodded in response. Then a portal opened, and the knight chess ranger walked through it and walked into a barren wasteland. Stood before him was Brohan, hailing from Universe 19. Hello, Brohan, the ranger called out. Brohan turned around to face the ranger. You are Shinon's accomplice? Brohan asked. I am, the ranger replied. And you can help me, Brohan claimed. You need a ranger team to save your little failed experiment the ranger replied i do yes brohan said sadly well then let's get started the ranger said and waved his hand and next to them a chessboard on a table a black side filled with chess pieces and a white side completely empty appeared on a a table with two chairs next to it what's this brohan asked please sit the ranger offered, and Brohan sat behind the black pieces and realised that each one resembled a god, a mythical creature, or deity. And the ranger sat behind the empty white side. So, run your story for me, Brohan, the ranger said, pointing to the black pieces. I was the keymaker. I linked certain keys, linking them to the morphing grid. The known powers of Turbo and Super Megaforce, for an example. But I got restless. I wanted to do more. So I explored the multiverse. And that's when I found Universe 2118. A universe that had no rangers. It had the potential of morphing grid connection, but there was none. 
But there also was the highly powerful being that humans labelled as gods, roaming in the clouds. I befriended them, and taught them how to connect to the Morphin Grid, thinking that, that they would help Earth, of course. But I was wrong. They started using Earth as a battleground, using life on Earth as pawns, making avatars, power rangers fueled by godlike powers. I hid in the universe and got dubbed the name Merlin. I made a group of rangers called the Power Rangers Knights of the Round Table, but they failed in their quest. Their gods turned Earth into a war zone. I tried to fight them myself, but they got a very smart, cunning leader, the Norse god known as Loki. He had many followers within the gods and deities and mythical creatures. He then worked with Morgana who beat me in combat, and brainwashed me, turned me into Negalord. And now, with that all being over, thankfully, I'm here asking for help, Brohan explained with a sorrow look painted all over his face. And of course, to beat the Morphin Grid, we need the Morphin Grid, the ranger proclaimed. Yes, my sister tells me you already have a team for me, Brohan told him. I do. Let me introduce them to you. I had to find rangers that did not have duplicate humans that already exist in Universe 2118. Now, tell the truth, I am using this chance to focus on a ranger I need for later. So, one of the rangers are my own. I gathered a group of rangers for you, and as we speak, my servant is collecting them. The ranger explained, then he pulled out a chess piece, white, with a black and white flag, the Cornish flag, hailing on top of it. This is Mark, the Red Cornish Ranger, from Universe 20. For the last while, he's been hopping from universe to universe, chasing down the one called Nethys, the Royal Blue Ranger, who turns out is Loki's new lackey, the Ranger explained and placed the chess piece down on the white side. Mark walked through the Dimensional Rift. He was looking for any trace of the Royal Blue Ranger. He kept walking through the green and black swirling tunnel when suddenly in a flash of silver, a Morphing Master stood before him. You're the Silver Morphing Master? Mark blurted. I am, the Morphing Master nodded. Why are you here? Mark asked. To recruit you, Mark, the Morphing Master told him. Recruit me? For what? Mark asked hesitantly. The bounty hunter known as Nephis, a.k.a. the Royal Blue Ranger, has completed her mission and is returning to her boss's universe to claim her reward, the Morphing Master explained. Where? Mark asked, now annoyed. Universe 2118, the Morphing Master told him. I'm not familiar with that one, Mark replied. Mark then frowned at the Morphing Master and crossed his arms. What do you need of me? Mark asked him. We need a leader. You have been a part of a ranger team before, and you have much experience jumping through universes. You have worked with many rangers and heroes, the Morphing Master explained. So you want me to lead a team of rangers? Mark asked, confused. Yes. Please, Mark, come with me. The Morphing Master pleaded. Suddenly, Mark pulled out his blaster and aimed it at the Morphing Master. 
I know of you. You've been going around the universe, making rangers, and changing things. Mark barked, keeping his blaster locked on the Morphing Master. You need to believe me, Mark, the Morphing Master barked. How can I? Mark demanded. The Silver Morphing Master slammed his staff down and several images appeared surrounding Mark. Each image showed somewhere in Universe 2118. These are people that need help, Mark. If I cannot convince you, let their cries for help convince you, the Master told him. Mark walked up to one image and saw Morgana hanging with a green-suited man with black hair and an evil grin, a crown on his head with two huge horns. Morgana? And Loki? Mark asked. Yes, this version of Morgana is Loki's first in command, the Silver Morphing Master explained. Mark put his blaster in its holster. I will help. Mark sighed. The images disappeared, and a portal opened behind the Morphing Master. Prepare yourself, the Morphing Master said. Mark looked at the Master, and then walked through the portal. Rohan watched as the ranger pulled out a second white chess piece with a viking helmet on it. He placed it down next to the red Cornish ranger's chess piece. Next is Elias from Universe 0.0x, the ranger told him. Rohan raised an eyebrow in confusion. A universe where all this power, the struggle, the good, the bad, the morphing grid, power rangers, Lord Zed, and every other villain who seems to rail after him is all but fiction. It is a mirrored universe of that of Universe 0, 0.00, the only universe that no one can access. But Universe 0.0x works just as well. I actually retrieved this ranger a little while ago, the ranger explained. In Universe 0.0x, Xander was an ordinary boy. In Universe 0.0x, Power Rangers and Kamen Riders were nothing but stories, printed in comic books, made into TV shows and movies, made into merchandise. Another way that Power Rangers had become a staple in Xander's life was his father. Willie was a fan fiction writer who made Power Ranger fan fictions and recorded himself reading the chapters and uploaded them onto the internet, making his fan fictions into audio dramas for people to listen to. Xander featured in these stories, as himself, in the story called Power Ranger Cyberforce. Xander sat there playing on his newly built PC when suddenly a portal opened in the middle of his room and a man walked out. What the hell? Xander called out. He dropped to the floor and scarred in the corner, covering his face in his arms, hiding away, scared. What are you doing? The figure asked him. Are you not here to harvest my organs? Xander barked through his arms. No, I'm here to recruit you. You're an important Power Ranger in an important mission, the figure told him. What are you on about? Power Rangers don't exist. Xander said in disbelief. Oh, you silly child, 
the figure chuckled. The figure walked over to Xander's table and picked up his discarded homework. Wait, is your name Xander? The figure asked. Um, yes? Xander mumbled. The figure turned around, turning his back to Xander. I cannot have another Xander. We're about to have two. I have to deal with one of them more than the other, but still. If my plans go to plan, goddammit, I should not hinder the course of their reality. But I cannot have another reminder of my own Xander. If I do, I'm going to have to blow up a rock platform or something. It's bad enough there's a Xander already in verse 19. The figure mumbled to himself. Xander climbed to his feet and slowly gazed at the figure, mumbling to himself in his bedroom. Dude, you okay? Xander asked. The figure turned around and stared dead into Xander's eyes. What? Xander asked. I'm afraid I have to change the course of things. I do apologize for this. The figure told him. Then Xander watched the figure as his eyes turned all white and suddenly everything started to shake. And then everything turned black. In universe 0.0x, Elias was an ordinary boy. In universe 0.0x, the Power Rangers and Kamen Riders were nothing but stories, printed in comic books, made into TV shows and movies, made into merchandise. Another way that Power Rangers had become a staple in Elias' life was his father, Willie. He was a fanfiction writer who made Power Ranger fanfictions and recorded himself reading the chapters and uploaded them into the internet, making his fanfictions into audio dramas that people could listen to. Elias featured in these stories, as himself, in a story called Power Rangers Cyberforce. Elias sat there playing on his newly built PC when suddenly a portal opened in the middle of his room and a man walked out. What the hell? Elias called out. He dropped to the floor and scurried in the corner, covering his face with his arms, hiding away, scared. Elias, my name is William Cranston, and I'm here to recruit you to join a team of Power Rangers, the figure told him. Elias stood up and faced William. I've always wanted to be a ranger. Elias grinned. William gave Elias an evil smile, then placed a a finger on his forehead, and Elias fainted. For a few weeks, Elias would watch his body move, in a Power Rangers suit, his body and voice smoothing without any consent. He watched his body become William's servant for a few weeks, making monsters for Universe 113, helping villains in Universe 20, Universe 19, and Universe 91. Elias got used to watching his body do all the work, and him watching it like a movie, on a repeated routine. Then one day, it all changed. Elias woke up, and could flex his fingers, move his shoulders, turn his head. He could move on his own merit. He breathed oxygen on his own, and then, eventually, he looked up to see the knight, William's other lackey, stood before him. Why am I here in a dimensional tunnel? Elias asked as he looked around at the blue tunnel. It is time for you to join your team, Elias, the knight told him. Finally, Elias muttered, taking his first steps by himself for the first time in what felt like forever. This is for you, the knight said and waved his hand, and suddenly his ranger suit changed. He was now a bright blue colour. He had viking horns. He had a fur 
patch over his shoulders. His suit was slightly more bulky than before. He was holding a huge sword and shield. He stood there and faced the knight. Power down. He called out and then demorphed. Then Elias noticed a new crystal necklace around his neck as he held it in his hands. What's with the new jewelry? Elias asked confused. That contained your new morpher, the knight explained. Interesting choice. Elias muttered. It is a sleeping state, put it lightly. You don't want to walk around carrying a gigantic sword and shield now, do we? The knight asked. Sword and shield? Elias asked with a grin. We do not have time for this. It is time for you to meet your team. Now hurry along. The knights told him and opened a portal. Elias took a deep breath and walked through his portal, about to meet his team, which had only ever read about in fan fictions. The ranger then pulled out a third chess piece and placed it next to Elias's and Mark's chess pieces. This one was white with a gold base and a Celtic rune on top. Our third ranger comes from universe 113, the ranger told Brohan. Wait, I know of this universe. The Future Foundation. They're your little side project, aren't they? Brohan asked. That is correct. I managed to find a suitable candidate for my favourite universe, the ranger told him. Thank you, I think? Brohan sighed. His name is Eric, and he's one of the most finest martial artists around, the ranger explained. Eric stood there in his dojo, with his hand out, offering it to Dante Securus, who was lying on the floor. Dante grabbed his hand, and he was pulled up onto his feet. And that is how you screw up that move. Eric chuckled. I think I got it, Dante muttered. So, when you beat this guy, you can thank me for aiding the Future Foundation Rangers, right? Eric mocked. Ha ha. But yeah. Thank you, man. Dante grinned. Dante collected his belongings, then stood by the door. Thank you, honestly, for teaching me that move. I'm definitely now going to beat this thing. Dante grinned. No worries, man. Not every day you get to help the Power Rangers. Eric said. The two boys hugged. It was good seeing you, man. You've done well for yourself. Dante said, looking around Eric's dojo. Thanks, man. If you ever need any help again, you know where I am. Eric replied. He led Dante outside and walked onto the driveway. Well, if you ever find yourself in Summer City, don't be a stranger, okay? I know the team would want to meet you, Dante replied. They fist-bumped each other, then Dante gestured Eric to step back. Eric took two steps back, then Dante pressed his watch and teleported away. Eric then walked back into the dojo and found the knight stood in the centre of the room. The Silver Morphing Master glared at Eric. It has been a week, Eric, the Silver Morphin Master told him. Yeah, and you knew Dante was coming, didn't you? Eric snapped. I did. I thought I'd let his appearance make my point, the knight told him. Eric took a deep breath. You were right. Dante can handle Lusicon, and with Xander going off recruiting other rangers, I ain't needed here. Eric told the knight. 
I did tell you, Eric. You can come with me now to Universe 2118 and be a part of something greater, where your talents are needed, the knight said. Fine, give it here. Eric muttered and held out his palm. The knight placed a small silver ring with a green Celtic rune on it in his palm. Eric picked it up and slotted the ring on his finger. Now what? Eric sighed. The knight opened a portal and gestured Eric to follow. Eric looked around the room at the dojo that he spent the last three years building from the ground up. Guess this can wait for a while. Eric sighed, then he walked through the portal. The ranger pulled out a fourth chess piece. This one was also white, but the base was half white and half black. The top of the chess piece was half a jackal and half a falcon. Then lastly we have Philip, who was born and raised on the hellish world of Universe 35. Lucky for you, he was raised in their version of Egypt, a place he'll know well. The ranger explained and placed the fourth chess piece with the other three. I'm confused, Brohan asked. Let me explain this a bit more. Each one of the rangers brings something to the table. In a physical and mental format, Mark has the ability to wield seven weapons, five of which combine. Add that to Mark's history as a ranger, and his experiences that he's gained through jumping from universe to universe makes him a great leader. Eric, he has the powers of the Celtics in his hands. He also has great fighting ability with years of training and many different martial arts styles under his belt. Elias comes from a world where we are all but fiction. His fan fuel mind becomes useful knowledge in a time like this. Plus, he wields the strength of a viking, the ranger explained. And this one, Brohan asked, pointing to the fourth chess piece. Well, he comes from a universe where life is dictated, and it's survive or die. He has great survival instincts, which I believe will come in handy. But also, he's the chosen avatar of the god Ra, and the god Anubis. His body can handle that of two god avatars, unlike the hum humans from Universe 2118, who can only handle the god of one. This ranger is on your side, which means you have two gods here to help you. Two gods on your side as well. The rangers you will face are going to be tough. Having one of them on your side evens out the playing field. Just a little bit. The ranger explained. I understand, Brohan nodded. Philip walked through the desert, leaving his life behind him. Egypt, nothing but a small dot in the desert sun, way back behind him. Beside him was Ra, the god of the sun, and Anubis next him, the god of the afterlife. Walking slowly, they dragged their feet through the sand. You know we need to get home, Anubis barked. I know this, you keep saying it, I don't know why. You know what, you, I know what, don't even know what you want me to do here. I'm nobody, I keep repeating myself, Philip growled back. You must remember, humans are almost worthless, Ra butted in. Hey. What did we agree on? Philip asked. If you're going to be our avatar, then we don't mock you. Ra sighed. Uh-huh, thank you. Philip snapped, pointing his fingers at the eight-foot-tall falcon-headed god. 
Suddenly, a portal opened behind them, and the human and two gods spun around to face the being walking out of it. Hello, Philip, a knight said as he walked out. And who are you? Philip asked. I'm the Silver Morphing Master, and I'm here to help you get these two gods home to their rightful universe, the Morphing Master told him. You can get us back, Ra asked. This must be a trick, surely, Anubis growled. I understand your concerns, but do not fear. I need Philip to come with us as well, the knight said. Why me? Philip blurted. You are their chosen avatar. We need the ranger of Ra and the Anubis ranger in the aid of taking down Loki, the knight told them. Both Ra and Anubis gasped. I ain't a power ranger, Philip chuckled. Oh, but you are. See, in the universe 2118, Gods have slightly more enhanced abilities, a universe where the gods have fused the Morphin Grid and made their avatars into Power Rangers, the knight explained. You mentioned Loki. Why bring that monster's name to our attention? Ra asked. You all have been misguided in the ways of the grid, and Loki is now the sole ruler of the world, and the rest of the gods and deities either follow or are forced to. His two generals have gathered. He plans on getting stronger, enough to destroy the universe, then advance on to other universes if he succeeds, the knight told them. Okay, I might not be able to help here in my own world, but maybe I can help with yours. I made a promise that I would always do what's right. So I accept, Philip said. He looked at the two gods. Thank you, Philip, Ra said. We will lend you our power if you're willing to help us. Anubis nodded. Okay, you two. Let's go help save your world, yeah? Philip nodded. Then the knights gestured the two gods and Philip entered the portal. Oh, and for the twentieth time, it's a lip, Philip muttered. Then the two gods and Philip walked through the portal. Brohan looked at the chest pieces. I was promised a team of five, Brohan said confused. Ah yes, your pink ranger. You're gonna have to wait for that one, the ranger said, pulling out a fifth chest piece and placing it on the table next to the chessboard. Her time is soon, but the boys must be introduced to one another. And deal with a threat or two first, the ranger explained. Okay, so I have my team. What do I do? Brohan asked. You know what you must do, the ranger replied. I must be their mentor, Brohan sighed. Yes, I already have that covered. You have taken many names, Brohan. Many forms, many faces. You once again will need a human form. I've made a life for you. Luckily these villains cannot see through my universe alterations. I've made you the owner of a great Egyptian library and museum of ancient history. Your assistant will run the museum side whilst you take care of the library. That is your, air quote, cover story, the ranger explained. I think I'm ready to go home now. Thank you, Brohan said. Don't thank me just yet, Brohan, the ranger said sternly. Okay, now what do I do? Brohan asked. Close your eyes, Brohan. Close your eyes, the ranger commanded. Brohan closed his eyes and took a deep breath. Now open them, 
the ranger whispered. Brohan opened his eyes and he saw he was sat in a huge library. A gigantic library with books and scrolls towering over him. He stood up and walked over to the mirror on the wall he saw himself. He had a form of an older gentleman with a bed of white hair that trailed into a thick white beard. He wore a pair of glasses and wore a nice old brown suit. Brohan walked around the library, then walked through a massive huge arched doorway which led into the museum part of the building. He looked at all the exhibits, he scrolled through the artifacts and monuments. He then kept reading information about said artifacts and monuments. Then suddenly he heard screaming coming from outside. He bolted out of the door and looked down the gigantic stone steps that led up to the building. He looked down to see a bunch of mummies walking around terrorizing people with some form of blasters strapped to their arms, blasting green energy all over the place. Suddenly, four portals opened at the same time. Four men walked out of the portals. Brohan saw the four of them drop into the fighting stances. Brohan knew this was Mark, Elias, Eric and Philip. This was the start of his ranger team. The start of righting the wrongs that he made. The start of saving Earth. The start of clearing Universe 2118. The start of Power Rangers Global. Cosplay Dude 637. Tai Tiger. And the Red Cornish Ranger. The Three Ranger Bros Production. Mark the Red Cornish Ranger was created and voiced by Mark the Red Cornish Ranger who runs the Nerds for Comics podcast where he adapts comic books into audio dramas also writes his own original content you can also find this chapter on there as well Eric was voiced by CosplayDude637 who has two podcasts Storytime with Cosplay Dude 637 and Power Rangers Universe 19, where he uploads different storylines on both. And of course, we have Elias, who is voiced by Xander, aka Cosplay Sun 637. Everybody else was voiced by me, and of course, I narrated the storyline. 